Shalom, and welcome to Bible Stories as Blueprints of the Soul, your Biblical Hebrew podcast. Chag Sameach, Shana Tova, and welcome to our Biblical Hebrew podcast. Yesterday, we had a Biblical Hebrew session, and there was a question in the session regarding the Tree of Knowledge, because usually the Tree of Knowledge is associated with the grape wine. So there was a question, and I understood it. it's not a botanical question. It's more like a metaphorical question. And we continue to think in this direction and to ask ourselves what what is the intention because the Bible wants to speak about very higher secret topic of life and in order to communicate those higher secrets that in a way it's impossible to speak about them the Bible uses the language of images that people know from this life in order to bridge those higher ideas and the higher concept so again the question was what is the meaning of the tree of knowledge why it is mentioned or associate with a grape wine in hebrew grape wine we say Geffen, Geffen, three letters, Gimel, Pe, Nun. Ancient lore says that Eve was pressing down the grapes and giving it this drink of a pressed grape. She was giving this drink to Adam. And in a way, this was the sin of the tree of knowledge. <clears throat> But <clears throat> in order <clears throat> to <clears throat> But in order to understand what this lore tries to communicate to us, we have to look very deeply. To the concept of grapes, to the process how we make wine, and after we look into those physical mechanical process, we have to look deeper inside of us to see how those processes working in our mind. When we go into a vineyard in Hebrew Kerim Kerim and we see a grape wine and we pick up a bunch of grapes and we eat it fresh from the field there is or from the vineyard or Kerim there is no problem in it because it's fresh it's like we pick up an apple or an orange or a peach it's a fresh fruit from the tree 
There is no problem in it. It's natural. This is what God gave us to communicate with him. He gives us fruit in order that we shall eat those fruit and feel his goodness through the fruit. So there is no problem in it, eating fresh grapes from the grapevine or from the vineyard. Even those that we buy in a market or supermarket, when we see a bunch of grapes, there is no problems. They are sweet. Some of them are green. Some of them are purple. and They're beautiful and tasty. But the sages wants to communicate something very hidden in this metaphor by mentioning that Eve was pressing down the grapes, not giving Adam the fruit, the natural fruit from the tree. And this is a lore. We have to remember it like a theater and then decode the scene in the back of our mind. So what Eve was doing, she was pressing down the grapes in a way she manipulated them because naturally they're round, they're complete, the grapes are tasty as they are, but she manipulated them, she pressed them down and in this pressing, in this process of pressing them down, she activated a process called in English fermentation. The Hebrew word, Hebrew sages use a Hebrew picture to describe because the English is a very accurate language. It speaks about chemical process that starts while a person presses down grapes. But the Hebrew is ancient language, ancient than the English and the Hebrew sages using the word yeast, shmarim, shmarim, meaning once Eve pressed down the grapes, yeasts came out of this pressing and she was serving this to Adam. Shmarim, yeast in English, the root of the word shmarim is shin mem resh. Shin mem resh. Shin is 300. Mem is 40. And resh is 200. So together the root of the word yeast in Hebrew is 540. Please remember this number. We shall return to it in the future. So Eve was pressing down grapes and she started a process named in English fermentation and she served this liquid to Adam and Adam was drinking it and everything starts falling. Now think about this picture not in the way they sages describe it like a theater, but try to decode the language and see this behavior inside of us as human beings. What happens 
when one person presses down another person with his words. He presses him down so hard that a process named fermentation starts happening in the mind of the other person. He messes with the chemistry of his mind by talking down at him. And this is the destruction of the worlds from the beginning of humanity until now. This is what happens usually in our work. Sometimes parents speak to the children down at them. Sometimes bosses speak to their employees. Sometimes between relations, husband and wife, somebody talks down at the other. This is a very interesting way to communicate something very profound in human relations in our life. The Hebrew uses the word shmarim, yeast, or the verb shemir, to conserve. And in a way, when people speak down, oppressing others down with words, they want to preserve their power, conserve their power. So they're pushing other people down with their words. Once a person pushes another person with his words, he mess with his mind. The spirit cannot come there anymore. And in a way, if we want to decode the sage's language, we have to decode even the term Eve and even the term Adam. First, we have to decode what Eve is. Eve, Chava, is the aspect of the body, human body, whether it's biologically male or female, the aspect of duality. And the aspect of duality, once we have duality, we have two, once wants to govern the other. How? By pressing the other down, then the suppressor can be higher, then he can govern and preserve his power. So, Eve, aspect of duality, presses down grapes, or the sweetness, or the goodness of the life, presses down everything which is good, the wisdom. The divine wisdom is represented by grapes. Presses it down and serve this fermentation and serve this yeast and serve this yeast to Adam. But Adam, as we mentioned in our former blue videos, Adam is the human spirit. So, in other words, if we want to decode this lore, the world of duality always presses down and distorts the free spirit. And the world of duality, sometimes communication, TV, and 
or other people's speech always try to deny the human spirit, the divine spirit, by pressing, compressing, serve it in a way that it will preserve their power, preserve their dominant. And this is, in a way, the ancient scene. And then after it, there was, after this question, there was another one. Why in the Bible there is a description of, of peace time for humanity or peace time for Israel to return to its land? Why does the Bible use this picture of, and you shall sit each man under his grape wine and under his fig tree, and this verse, in a way, states an ultimate peace. Because, in a way, if the tree of knowledge was a grape wine, so how come that in another verse, this description that a man sit under his fig tree and under his grape wine is a symbol of peace? How can it be that the one, one image uses two kinds of Languages, like a war situation when other people press other people down and another, how can it be? And then I looked into it. At the moment, the question was asked, I could not answer. And I said, I have to think about it. But during the session, it came to me that the key words in this picture of peace is under. Because, and you shall sit each man under his fig tree and under his grape wine. We are not above things like in the ancient lore. We're not pressing down. We're not dominate on others. We don't govern, control others because we're not in control. But a picture of peace is that we sit under, under the shade of the grape wine and under the fig tree and we eat fruit which are coming to us, above us we are sitting. Sitting is always a medium height between sleeping, lying down, or standing. Standing is full height. Sleeping is parallel to the ground, the head and the feet in the same height. And sitting is always a middle line, like we say a person with a settled mind in the middle. So a man sits under his grape wine, and under his fig tree, and the things are coming at him. He's not pressuring people down. He's not footing people down. He's not beating things up. They're coming at him in the shade. Where the spirit comes, he reaches his hand, eat a grape. And this is a very interesting thing. In the Hebrew tradition, there is a blessing over the wine. In the Hebrew tradition, you don't just drink wine. There's a blessing, either lechaim for life, or traditional people in the feast, they stand and they say a blessing, and I will say the blessing and also explain it. The blessing says, Baruch Ata Adonai, bless you, the master of the universe. Though we say Adonai, master, we see the letters of Hashem, but we say master. Bore, creator, Pri hagefen, the fruit of the grape wine. We don't mention the word wine. 
which is in Hebrew has the volume of 70 of multiplicity. We say, Baruch Ata Adonai, Bore Pri Hagefen, creator of the fruit of the grape wine. Pri Hagefen, fruit of the grape wine, not wine. Because when we bless the fruit of the grape wine, it's the natural gift that God gave us. Wine is a human product. God did not give us wine. God gave us the fruit of the grape wine. Pri hagefen. When we intervene this process, we create the wine. We create the 70. We create the duality. So this is why the blessing of the grape fruit is so important. Baruch ata Adonai, bless you, master of the universe. Bore pri hagefen, creator of the grape wine fruit. As it comes natural, as a gift in the Garden of Eden. So this was our little conversation about the grape wine, the fruit, the fig tree, and the yeasts. Shana tova lechulam. Happy good year to everyone and beautiful week. Thank you for listening to Bible Stories as Blueprints of the Soul. We hope that you enjoyed this episode. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to hear more about a certain topic, just write us an email to hebrew at learnoutlife.com. We are always happy to hear from you. For more episodes, videos, and articles like this, please visit our website at hebrew.learnoutlive.com. We also would like to invite you to join our live classes. Just search for Online College of Biblical Hebrew on Facebook and start learning now with students from all over the world. Kol Tuv and Shalom.